0: Hello and welcome to the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast, chapter 24, quite amazing, 24 chapters already, and this week's topic is going to be healthy paranoia, which is a bit of an oxymoron if you think about it, right? Because normally when we when we hear the word paranoia, there is a negative connotation to it, but I'd like to share something with you in this episode about what is healthy paranoia. And it's something that I picked up from a CEO of a private supermarket company out in Wisconsin. Something very random, I know. So, let me let me give you the background story here. So, a few years back, it was probably 7 years ago I'm estimating, maybe 8 my uh, good colleague and friend Brian Connors and I were asked to be keynote speakers for a um, relatively small well it depends define small right I think uh, mid sized perhaps supermarket company that is privately owned by a uh, family out in Wisconsin I forget how many stores they have but they have a few uh, throughout the state and so they had a conference for their department uh, uh, department heads or department head managers, rather, and there were just about a hundred of them, and uh, they assembled in a really nice resort out in Wisconsin. Brian and I had uh, f- were flown over there to deliver our uh, keynote. Before us, the CEO of that uh, family company went on stage. And delivered his um, his inaugural speech, if you will, uh, to to open the uh, to, op- to open the three or four day conference, and he he talked about healthy paranoia, which I I thought was fascinating. And basically what he said, he said, look, we all have to be vigilant. We all must be aware of our surrounding and what's going on around us in our departments. So mind you, this is a supermarket company. Think of uh, the deli department. And he's talking directly to the manager or managers of those departments. And he said, what does this mean? And it really resonated with me. It means that You need to be aware of what is happening in your department at all time. However, you don't want to micromanage. And you don't want to make people feel that they are being watched carefully 24-7. Because that way you lose trust with your employees, with your managers. right? Especially with managers, uh, department managers, you trust them to run a department... Uh, as a CEO, as a top leader of that organization, you don't want to give them the feeling that, listen, I appreciate you running my department here, but I want to be involved with every single move, every single decision you make. If you make a schedule change, I want to know about it. Uh, that's micromanaging. That's, there's nothing good about it. That's being over-paranoid, even insecure, uh, nothing good comes out of it. Now. On the opposite side of the spectrum, being completely hands-off is also not good. Because, unfortunately, uh, for some people, when the the cat's away, the mice will play, including managers. So there's got to be some sort of a fine balance there. And this is what I started thinking about after hearing his concept of a healthy paranoia. And I started asking myself, I said to myself, I really like this. I I like what he said. I like the idea. Where is the balance? Where do we find the balance? And by the way, parents, before you log off, this is for you too. As a parent, you should have some sort of a healthy paranoia with your kids, especially if they're teenagers. Because God knows when I was a teenager, I I did some stupid crap. I really did. You know, the hormones and all that. You want to know what your kids are doing. But at the same time, being involved in their life all the time and all the making decisions for them, that's micromanaging, right? So, so it's, uh, it's equivalent, if you will. You can, you can draw conclusions uh, from, from the supermarket example uh, to your private life if you have kids, specifically teenagers. And so back to our example. So where, where do we find that? How do... We find that balance Not necessarily where, perhaps where, but how do we how do we find this balance? How do we make make it known? So I'm going to give you an example, and I think this sums it up. Working in the industry, I always looked at the one of my first tasks in the morning was to look at the timesheets from the night before. You see, as a manager, I would leave. Um, the the operation before closing. I I would come in at uh, 10 or 11 a.m. after opening and leave around 9 p.m. before closing. So that was my day. So I wanted to know what was going on when the cat's away. Call me a cat, right? And I wanted to focus on the important things. And the important things are uh, hourly employees clocking in and clocking out. So one of the first things I would do the next day is review the clock in, clock out report. And if there was something suspicious, I would simply sit down with the, the employee and say, hey, listen, I noticed you clocked out an hour later than everyone else last night. What, what happened? Just, just a conversation, not, not confrontation or anything like that. Simply a conversation. And you see what you achieve by that is that the employees know that you're looking. So. If I were to be over-paranoid, I would advertise it in an employee meeting. Do you know that David yesterday uh, clocked out an hour later? I wonder what that about. Now, this is, of course, an asinine example, and I really hope that he'd never, ever, ever consider doing that. But the point I'm trying to drive here is that you want to have, you want your employees, your surrounding, your environment to know that you're watching. Not like a hawk, but you're watching, that you're aware, that you know what's going on. And a conversation with an employee like that would then uh, send a ripple effect to the rest of the employees because that, that particular employee will talk and will say something along the lines of, you know, I clocked out later than usual yesterday and Oren confronted me and, and asked me what was going on. So the point is, if you are subtle about it and you're watching, you're looking, you're keeping an eye, And you're having meaningful conversations when needed, when something is out of line, but you're not over your employees, over watching them with cameras, right? Uh, This is something that that is, uh, I'll give you my brother's business example. So he owns uh, a couple of restaurants and a catering company in England. And for security purposes, he's got um, cameras uh, all over the store. Right? So he sees what's going on. But the one thing he told his employees that, I'm, I'm not watching you when, you when I'm not here. This is not the essence of it. This is for security. But the employees know that there are cameras. So they think twice about the cash register, for example. Right? Because they don't know. My brother said, I'm not watching, which is good. And I believe him. And I'm sure they believe him. Because he's got a good rapport with his employees. But you see, that's a healthy paranoia. So he installed cameras, but he's letting the employees know, this is not to follow you guys. This is for security reasons, because both stores are are, uh, street front, right? If someone breaks in at night or whatever the case might be. And so that's another example of a healthy paranoia. Yes, you have cameras, but you let the employees know the the, the purpose of the cameras, why they're there. Now, my brother, of course, will have access to the cameras 24-7 on his phone, but he's Diligent with it. He doesn't. He doesn't want to create a very paranoid environment. So now it's up to you, right? When you have now the concept of a healthy paranoia, and I hopefully explain it well to you, you can now take it to your own life. Uh, would it be personal life or professional life? And ask yourself, okay, how do I? Where do I find the balance? How do I find the balance? How do I strike that balance? That my employees know that I'm aware of what's going on but I'm not a micromanager. So something for you to think about. That's your homework. And if you, uh, um, so to speak. (laughs) And if you want to discuss this more and run some ideas by me, as I said uh, numerous times before, reach out. Reach out via social media. Shoot me an email, orin at hertshospitality.com and I will gladly continue this conversation. I hope this was helpful. A shout out to the CEO of that supermarket company. I do not remember his name, nor do I remember the name of the supermarket company. <laughs> but um, a shout out to them. And uh, for him to planting, a uh, shout out to him for planting the seed uh, of this concept of uh, healthy paranoia. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned. The beginning of uh, next month, Jay Wilkinson. Uh, look him up. Look up his TED Talk if you want to do a little bit of pre-work before uh, next episode. Uh, take a look at his uh, TED Talk and I am going to actually interview him in a couple of days and it will air. it will be aired next month. Thank you for tuning in. Take care. Be well, everyone.